0: Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, September 5th, 2019. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America Hurricane Dorian drenching the Carolinas. YouTube pays millions for violating child privacy laws. San Francisco designates the NRA a terrorist organization. Oprah Winfrey announcing her wellness tour. Bicyclists in the Big Apple may soon need a license to drive. Also coming up, my message of the day, the world's most livable cities. But first, residents in the Carolinas bracing for Hurricane Dorian. Now, the Category 3 storm is expected to come within 40 miles of Charleston, bringing winds of 115 miles per hour and sea surges of 10 feet. The storm is unpredictable and already costing tens of millions of dollars. YouTube and parent company Google agreeing to pay the federal government $170 bucks in fines after violating children's privacy laws. Social media platform apparently made millions by selling information about kids under the age of 13, a practice banned by Children's Online Privacy Protection Act. San Francisco's Board of Supervisors officially designating the National Rifle Association a domestic terror organization. The far-left leadership passing a resolution blaming the NRA for a plague of gun violence across the USA. The law urges the city council and other local governments to limit professional relationships with businesses supporting the Second Amendment. Mega-celebrity Oprah Winfrey unveiling her upcoming arena tour called Oprah's Vision, Your Life, in Focus. Show kicks off in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, January 4th, promoting a healthier lifestyle situation. It's in partnership with Weight Watchers. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio says bike riders may soon need a license to ride in the city. Two New York City pedestrians have been killed so far this year by bicycles with experts saying recent rental options for inexperienced bike riders creating chaos in midtown Manhattan. And I can testify that is true. In a moment, the best cities on earth in which to live and also the worst cities. We'll run them down. I've been to some of them and I'll give you my opinion if you stick around. I have been telling you about a first-time buyer in Texas. Now I want to show you the other side. A seller who found an agent on realestateagentsitrust.com. A home seller in a very hot market needed to relocate quickly. Their agent suggested the following steps. One, price the home just below similarly priced homes in the area to ensure high demand with multiple offers. Two, stage the home so that it stood out with great pictures, no clutter, and great curb appeal. three. Market aggressively to fellow agents providing a timeline for accepting offers. This created a big sense of urgency for buyers interested in the home. Four, their agent reviewed the offers quickly, communicated with the owners about the caliber of the offers, strong financing, cash, closing date. so many factors to consider. And five, after just three days on the market, the sellers got 5% over their asking price, and the buyer agreed to pay closing costs. This is why you need a great agent. From realestateagentsitrust.com. Get the job done. Get moving. realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. The best and worst cities on earth in which to live. This from The Economist magazine. First, a little perspective. The Economist is a left-leaning concern with a heavy emphasis on health care. The magazine rates, quote, livability and lists quantifies life in 140 cities worldwide. Each city is assigned a score for more than 30 factors across five categories. They are stability, healthcare, big one, culture, environment, education, and infrastructure. So I'll list the 10 best and the 10 worst cities with my comments because I've been to most of the best of the bunch, according to The Economist magazine. So number one, the best place, if you like urban situations on earth in which to live, is Vienna, Austria. It's a nice city, very clean, historical, wasn't heavily damaged during World War II, so you have a lot of legacy buildings there. Cold in the winter, I spent a Christmas season in Vienna, and you got to bundle up. All the amenities are there. I'm not going to quibble with Vienna as being a very nice city in which to live. Melbourne, Australia, been there nice place. Sydney, Australia, number three, same thing. Australia is a good place to live. They don't have many people on the uh, landmass there, and uh, government services are fairly good. Next, number four, Osaka, Japan. Not really getting that, but... I get you know, <laughs> I've been there, been through. Uh, I wouldn't live there. Calgary, Canada, number five. Again, very good healthcare system, uh, services delivered. Very cold, but Calgary's a nice lifestyle if you like the outdoors. Then Vancouver, Canada, beautiful town, but totally chaotic with the drugs. All right, so I'm I'm not thinking that Vancouver is uh, one of the most livable cities. It isn't. Toronto, Canada next and all these Canadian cities heavy emphasis on healthcare healthcare healthcare. Number 7 tied with Toronto, Tokyo, Japan, no way. No way. It takes you like 3 days from get to Narita Airport to downtown. The place is packed. It's got a lot of stuff, but <laughs> no way. Number nine, Copenhagen, Denmark. Again, services all over the place. healthcare, pensions, housing. Nice town. Very cold in the winter. All of these are cold weather towns, by the way. Every one of them. And number 10, Adelaide, Australia. I have not been to Adelaide, the capital of Australia. But again, Australia, a very manageable place. Um, got a lot of services and things like that. All right, here are the least livable cities on a planet. I've only been to one of them. All right, I'm going to list them down, and then I'll give you my overall assessment. Damascus, Syria, worst place on earth. Probably true. Number two, Lagos, Nigeria. Three, Dhaka, Bangladesh. Four, Tripoli, Libya. All of those four towns, totally out of control. Number five, Karachi, Pakistan, about as dense as you can get. Six, Port Moresby, New Guinea. Harare, uh, Zimbabwe is the next one. I've been through there. You don't want to live there and don't buy a condo. Eight, Douala, Cameroon. Nine, Algiers, Algeria. Ten, Caracas, Venezuela. I have been there. It used to be a good city. The socialists destroyed it. That's a message. For more news and analysis, please head on over to BillOReilly.com. Check out the No Spin News each night. You can see me. Coming next, something you might not know. Well, you've been hearing about gold all over the news, and prices keep going up. Experts warning a recession may be coming, and it's time to prepare. A recent analyst this week says he sees gold going up hundreds of dollars per ounce to hit 1,700 bucks an ounce. That's why I recommend that you contact the Hartford Gold Group now to learn more. To get you started, the Hartford Gold Group will give you a free silver coin. All of my radio listeners will get it. And if you're listening right now, you can get the coin from the Hartford Gold Group. No purchase is necessary. All you have to do is call them 877- 444 gold gold four 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 gold gold Give them a call today to claim your free coin and get the information. Available for a limited time only, 877 4653 877 4653 Please call today. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Whether voted out of office or serving two full terms, there comes a time every president has to walk out of the White House and become a civilian again. Some former presidents prefer life outside the public eye, far from the scrutiny of the beltway. Others publish memoirs, get involved with humanitarian efforts, even paint like Bush 43. Now, Having president of the United States on your resume obviously opens a lot of doors and can present very lucrative business opportunities. How about the Obamas? A couple apparently have made more than $100 million since leaving the White House a couple of years ago. So where does the cash come from? Well, for starters, there's the presidential pension at $200,000 a year, then you have speaking fees who want President Obama to drop by and say a few words. Not a problem if you have 400000 bucks lying around. Just three speeches to Wall Street firms in 2017 earned Mr. Obama $1.2 Former First Lady Michelle Obama makes 225000 bucks per speech. Question, do you get a discount if you book both of them? Michelle Obama is also a best-selling author. The former first lady received $65 million in conjunction with her husband. They're both writing memoirs. Michelle's entitled Becoming. That book went on to become a huge bestseller, published in 25 languages. She toured to support the books. And just to see the tour, you had to fork over about 4000 bucks in some places. Last year, the Obama signed a production deal with the streaming service Netflix. At the time, the president said, quote, We hope to cultivate and curate the talented, inspiring, creative voices who are able to promote greater empathy and understanding between peoples and help them share their stories with the entire world, unquote. That deal with Netflix? 50 million bucks. That's a lot of empathy. And here's something you might not know. Not all former presidents are as fortunate as the Obama's. Founding father Thomas Jefferson died deep in debt, owing 107000 bucks. that's $2 million today. His grandson had to pay it off. Where was Netflix when Tom Jefferson needed it? Back after this. It's an uncertain world out there, you know that. Disaster can strike at any time. So you need to be prepared to protect yourself and your family. One way to do that is with freeze-dried food. It tastes good. It's healthy. can be stored for 25 years. That's why I'm happy to tell you about a company I recommend, Wise Foods. I have experience with them myself. During Superstorm Sandy, I lost power for seven days, all of my refrigerated food done. But my food supply from Wise Foods was as fresh as the day I received it. Visit Wise Food Storage, one word, wisefoodstorage.com slash bill, and explore their starter kits and long-term emergency food options. They are even offering free shipping, plus a big discount of 25% off for my listeners. So please go to wisefoodstorage.com slash bill, wisefoodstorage.com slash bill, or you can call 855-269-0501. That's 855-269-0501.